for Jeff G. Holt, the inaugural V-Twin Visionary Smoky Mountain Tour over Labor Day weekend must have seemed like a bit of a homecoming. As a custom motorcycle enthusiast, he brought the hot bike tour to Smoky Mountain HD two years ago. Now, after nearly a year of planning, V-Twin Visionary rolled into this lush corner of Tennessee, right in the heart of some of the best damn riding America can offer. Welcome everyone to Thunder Press's Between the Lines. Your on-the-go source for news, culture, trends and interviews with the grifters and mainly reformed criminals living the motorcycle life. I'm Kalikotoski, Managing Editor for Thunder Press Magazine and your host. Today we're going to Maryville, Tennessee to ride, party and bullshit with some performance builders that are redefining the definition of custom. I had met Jeff the previous night and a group of us went to Hooters for food and drinks because it was the only place that still had a kitchen open. And it's kind of a southern mainstay. Now we were sitting in a red-lit, burlesque-style room at the shed, a bar and concert venue attached to the Harley-Davidson dealership. So, I mean, in all honesty, the V-Twin Visionary Tour was kind of 2.0 of the Hot Bike Tour. I was the editor of Hot Bike Magazine and Baggers and Street Chopper for uh, off and on for uh, over a decade. And we came up with the idea for a Hot Bike Tour, which was similar to the Hot Rod Power Tour, which at the time was a sister magazine of Hot Bike. Uh, from there, um, it's grown to be a little bit more performance-oriented, less flashy chrome and big red or big panel-painted choppers into something where you have to ride the bike for it to be scored upon. And it really needs to be a bike that has both flash and motor and brakes and everything else. And that's really what it's become for me. Well, Jeff has certainly been around the block when it comes to the custom scene. He was former editor of Hot Bike, Baggers, and Street Chopper. But all his years, he's been able to notice and identify trends among builders. Especially with the younger ones that have limited cash, limited finances, and still want to build a badass bike. I mean, it seems to me now the way the market's going is real performance oriented and, you know, the big wheels and the fat tire choppers and the bar hoppers and things like that are, they're fun and they're great, but people can't afford to have four and five bikes anymore. So, you know, if you're going to build one bike, it should be something that you and maybe possibly your girlfriend or your wife can hop on on the weekends or you know, you can take it to the racetrack or you can take it to the strip and race it drag-wise or anything and, and just be the end-all, be-all of performance. Big brakes, European suspension or, you know, tuned American suspension and carbon wheels and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah, you don't have to start off with it being, a you know, $50,000 you throw at your bike. You know, it can just be a hotter motor and a bigger exhaust and, and a good set of brakes you buy on eBay. Nearly a dozen performance-oriented Harley builders came to the show, and all of them rode, some from as far away as California, 
or Arizona. Big names included Blue Ribbon Cycles, Buddy Stubbs, Harley Davidson, TPJ Customs, 40 Cal Customs, and Death Metal Racing. Hey guys, uh, I'm Jonathan Denton. I'm the uh, co-founder, um, lead designer, engineer, jack of all trades of Dirty Dixie Performance. Um, I'm here today with Thunder Press, Cali, hanging out at the Smoky Mountain Harley Davidson BTV tour. And I uh, just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what we do. Um, we're located in North Georgia. We're about an hour south of Chattanooga at the foothills of Appalachia. So we're really honored to be here today talking with Thunder Press and hanging out with Jeff G. Holton crew and everybody else up here at uh, Smoky Mountain Harley-Davidson. Denton is a relative newcomer to the scene, although we wouldn't call him wet behind the ears, especially when his first build, a kick-ass real 2019 Sport Glide, puts out a 138 horsepower with rubber burning 148 pounds of torque. So the bike we brought as an invited builder to the VTV Tour is a 2019 FXLR. It's a new lowrider on the Softail platform. Um, we started looking into these when the Moco dropped them off back in 17, going into 18, and saw that there, you know, there's a lot of hate for these things coming out, but there's was we saw some serious potential to build a motorcycle that would do everything that the motor company has been trying to get them to do to compete with other competitive markets. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the AMF Harley era. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people, they hate that stuff. Well, Harley's 2018 Softail lineup has changed the game with the introduction of its Milwaukee 8 engine. Denton found there was still something missing, something that he could improve. I stick to what I'm passionate about, and so what we did was um, we heard they were bringing a Sport Glide out, so we checked it out, and when they came out with it, I was semi-disappointed. Um, I felt like they kind of let us down, so what I wanted to do was build um, the Sport Glide that I thought Harley should have done, kind of like back in the day, the FXRT. It's one of my favorite motorcycles, and so we built, you know, we've been coining it on our Instagram as the real 2019 Sport Glide. Being around these newer and younger builders made it clear a culture divide had formed. Much like what had Holt had explained, chrome is out, big pipes are for performance, not to rattle windows, and there's little patience for an oil leak and semi-reliable Harley of old, just like Denton explained. I would say that your younger generation of builders coming up are right now definitely few, far, and in between and I think that the I think the motor company is doing its best to try to reach into that demographic more. And I think they're headed in the right direction because your younger crowd really wants the best bang for their buck. It's hard to get the younger crowd to turn loose in money these days. And people like Jeff who are keeping this alive and allowing, you know, guys like me who are like really young in the community as far as a builder, you know, next to some of the guys that we're here with today is really, I think, the best way to get a big influence on other people actually going above and beyond to build the kind of bikes that are going to be the legends of tomorrow. And, you know, as far as talking between builders and stuff, um, I got to meet the guys from Pops Garage here for the first time, and they're actually close in our area. And those guys are, you know, they're close to us in age. And so 
to actually spend a couple hours throughout the past few days talking to him about stuff like you have more in common with the guy who's an hour from you than you really know about as far as passion, the type of style and design you do. There's definitely in the younger crowd a trend that's starting. I don't think it's any one thing that someone can put their thumb on right now, but I think that in the next three to five years, we're going to see something big come out of this, especially with the VTV tour. Outside of the VIP room and past the lively bar, the smoker was cooking up some pulled pork sandwiches with a side of draft beer. Nearly 800 people were checking out the bikes and jamming to the bands. It was Saturday night, warm and beautiful, and a lot of bikes have turned up for the ride-in bike show. I am riding a 1994 uh, FXLR, and uh, it was awesome riding today and yesterday yesterday we did the devil's triangle and today we did the tail of the dragon twice and this riding is unbelievable it's gorgeous my name is kit prentice i'm from uh, sayer oklahoma uh, me and lisa my wife rode out here to the v twin visionary tour on our uh, touring bike street glide and uh we went riding this morning, went to the uh, Dragon's Tail, and it's just been great. Uh, the weather out here has been great. Uh, the people especially are uh, very welcoming. Uh, it's just uh, a great place to come and then chill out, especially if you're a motorcyclist. Inside the dealership, Scott Maddox sunk back into a leather chair to take a breather before joining the party. He owns Smoky Mountain, knows these roads like the back of his hand, and has hosted bands such as Old Crow Medicine Show. He's really made the dealership a destination. This has been 15 years. I've been a Harley-Davidson dealer for 15 years. Uh, I opened this dealership. This was a new, a new point for Harley-Davidson 15 years ago. And uh, I opened it, you know, with a... Real small, kind of skeleton crew, real real small budget to work with. Um, a lot of the people that were part of my crew then are still part of my crew now. Uh, they have different positions. You know, I, I still have, of those original techs, I still have two of those original techs that were part of my original team. Uh, my service manager now, he's a service director. He's been with me for 15 years since we started. My sales manager's been with me for 15 years. My parts manager's been with me for 15 years. My general merchandise manager's been with me for 15 years. My CFO and controller's been with me. Then we have a few other part positions in our store that, that um, you know, were positions that started with us also. And, and then many that have been with us for a long time, you know, even that came on, came on later. One thing I'm proud of in our organization is we're not a one-dimensional store by any means. I mean, there's a lot of um, dealerships out there that are very good at one thing. Um, you know, we are we are really good. I think we're very good at, at, at every one of the things that we do. You know, we run great service shops, very focused on our service shops. We run great parts departments. Our general merchandise departments are, are among the top in the country for sure. And then in motorcycle sales, we got a great team. Um, that works there too. So in, in both new and and used motorcycles. So you know it's it, you can come into any one of our stores and you're going to see a full dealership. You're not going to see a dealership that's that's one dimensional. You're, you're going to see a full dealership that that cover all the gamuts of of the operation, not just 
not just the one, not just motorcycle sales. That with the shed, uh, you know, I've been asked about that over the years. People ask me that they, they think that it is is more of a marketing idea. You know, it's it was never a marketing idea for me. I'm a musician, and 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 motorcycles and music hit me early on in life. I mean, you know, I got my first uh, motorcycle when I was seven years old. My first guitar, I was probably nine years old, and and you know, some something about both of those never really went away for me they, they've always been present and uh, when I got this opportunity to uh, become a dealer it was just a real natural to want to try to blend uh, my two my two things that I'm passionate about and uh, you know so the day this place opened the shed opened and you know we we've had concerts every weekend since then from you know spring to fall uh, which <laughs> had, I was a third. I was 36 years old when I opened my dealerships. So now you know I'm 52 years old now, and, and it 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 has certainly taken its toll on me over the years. Some people have asked me, you know, about doing the shed. Should you do business people? And I would say, sure, if you you know if you like to stay up, you know, to one o'clock every weekend and drink way too much beer, and you know, uh, <laughs> have your spouse sore at you, you know, <laughs> three weekends out of the month, yeah, you're going to love it. If you if all those things are appealing to you, it's going to be great. For Maddox. Life seems pretty damn nice, given his location. Anything a motorcyclist could need is right out his front door. But Maddox wasn't always tuned into the performance side of customs, despite earlier in the day beating the hell out of us on the hairpins. For a long time, he was a devoted road camper. Well, I, I I felt like a few years ago that you know I always I was always a guy who liked having a a a hot motor in my bikes, you know, that was just, you know, there was just always a real appeal to that. And a few years ago, you know, you really started seeing how performance I felt was starting to lead the way. And, and, and I felt like in, in many cases, you know, it, it started, it, it was a product of function, you know, so I think function started to lead styling and then, then function started to form its own style. And you see that with uh, these bikes today, you know, with the, you know, the, the aluminum swing arms that are, that are really, uh, designed around shedding weight but then you know then they they take on their own style around how they look the you know the piggyback shocks on on your dynas and and how that form starts to create its own form also and and in the in the end it's really just creating a, a higher caliber motorcycle that that goes faster stops quicker turns harder and you know um uh, it's hard not to get it's hard. It's hard not to get sparked, you know, when you get around that because that's that's. I mean, we were pulling up to the first red light today. I was just looking behind me and beside me, and I was thinking, you know, every one of these bikes in this in this row that first ten motorcycles that were behind me, you know, hundred plus, you know, uh, probably putting out somewhere 120, 130 horsepower each, uh, pulling a shitload of torque each, and then you know, everyone loaded with suspension and carbon fiber wheels and, and you know all these components that that a few years ago would have been you know it, none of that would have you'd have been looking at a bunch of you know big giant front wheel motorcycles you know rolling down the road and every one of these bikes are you know man it's function first and 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 I, like I said I think that's 
I like that. That's 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 the way I, I like to look at a motorcycle. It's it's a hammer. It's it's a tool. It's 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 you know, I want them to be pretty and have the style, but I, I'm not going to sacrifice uh, um, having a, a performance-oriented machine just for the sake of looks. For Holt, he is back to business and in his element. Despite twists and turns, he's glad to have come full circle, riding custom bikes and putting on shows to give talented builders a stage traveling around the country, meeting new people, and generally promoting the sport he loves. I mean, what's next for V-Twin Visionary and me doing shows and branding ourselves across the world is, uh, you know, we're, we're working on uh, a couple big shows that'll be hitting. One will be in L.A., Focus Towards Baggers. Uh, we're working on a rolling tour in Arizona, uh, we will be doing, like I said, uh, the V2 Invisionary Smoky Mountain Tour every year. Uh, we're aligned ourselves with Four Corners Motorcycle Rally for next year. Uh, we've got a ton of stuff coming out. Uh, it's going to be curveballs everywhere. We're just going to be out there making sure that motorcycling and people that love to ride motorcycles have something to do. I mean, as an event-wise, it's, it's cool. We're doing small events and larger events around the country. We'll still be doing the Sturgis show every year, and it's just uh, the growth of the brand, man. It's slow but sure. The Smoky Mountain V-Twin Visionary Show is scheduled to be put on for the next five years, or, as Holt puts it, for as long as he is above ground and breathing. Between the Lines was produced by Phil Tippin. Thunderpress was the official media partner for the show. Hope you all get off your ass and we want to see you out there next year. <laughs>